do you approach preparing for a character like this, where there is material, there is historical reference, and because of the very nature of the Jesse Owens story, what kind of onus does that put on you as a performer? Well, I mean, you know, relative to what Stefan is taking under, you taking on, uh, I, there's very, there's actually remarkably less, you know, uh, stuff about Larry. You know, the okay. story is 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 more. Um, more important than than you know, the, 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 you know any one of the, the specific characters outside of probably Jesse himself. But I, so for me, I, I kind of got off lucky. There, there's we had like three photographs of Larry. You know, like yeah, there wasn't much. There's there's like an article here, an article there, an appearance on. I think this is my this is your life. You know when Jesse was on there as a contestant, uh, where you sort of so I got to see the way he he spoke. But I didn't attack it the way we would. I would you know we would go after uh, you know attack. Uh, or, or prepare for impressions on SNL. Like I didn't have to sound like or anything like that. The, the more I, I don't think I would have been as keen to take it uh, if I had to pretend to portray someone. There was something about when I first read that script and it was sent to me that I was like, oh, I think I know who this guy is. Like I like I just resonated with him and and, and I, I and I liked that um, I liked what he had to say. I liked that he you know walked the walk as well. I liked that. It was, it was convenient that, it, for my personal opinion, that he was on the right side of history, but, but it was nice to not have to lean into that or play with that wink based on the best piece of information that we got on Larry Snyder, for my, for my money, that's not in the script and it's not in the movie, but it was Larry, um, but Stephen Hawkins, the director gave me when we first met, and it's a quote from Jesse Owens himself in his autobiography saying that Larry, he, that Larry was an accidental non-racist. And I was like, yeah, it's like it's it's it's, it's funny first because it's, it's it feels almost like a Yogi Berra kind of like quote. Like, what does that mean? And it made it for you know it can mean whatever it means to you, but for me it made perfect sense. And I can't even totally articulate it other than he, as I sort of the character says, he doesn't care about about black, white, or anything. Fast or slow, work hard, you know. And I think that's a beautiful sentiment, uh, and 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 one that is 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 um. You know all the societal pressure that he was dealing with on that campus, much less the entire nation. You know at that time, uh, you know he he just bucked all that. He didn't he didn't care about it. And and so it was it was that line more than anything that I felt you know connected to. Uh, and then once meeting Stephen and his his the way he sort of saw the character and the way he had the big overall story of you know obviously you know good you know versus evil, but then but then the very human story and the connection between. Larry and, and, and Jesse and them being almost like a, you know Butch and Sundance or, or, or even more convenient probably like you know 48 Hours or, or Brian's song like it had that kind of like a connection and then there was a, a bond that you know naturally came. Was it true? Was it true that he actually spent his own dime to go to the Olympics? I mean, or is this embellished? I mean, no, I mean, is he this... was not allowed to go. Yeah, I, you know that—that's that—that's a specific question. I'm not 100 percent sure. There's more things in here than not that actually happened. That that the first like five minutes of uh, Steve and I talking was like, did this really happen? Like, like, the, right. like all this stuff with the with the German long jumper. All this. I, I had no idea about the fourth gold medal. You know, and and, and uh, I mean, I know that it's out there. That just came out a couple of years ago. Yeah, the, and the, the thing about Brian. Uh, um, the uh, Olympic guy that Jeremy Irons, Avery Brundage. Yes, yeah, all, yeah, that all, all's all just come out in the past couple years. Fascinating, and, it, and I thought it was relevant just based on you know the discrimination against homosexuals and the and the, the, the talk of boycott like in the Russian Olympics. Mm -hmm. You know that was before you know that that happened. You know, <laughs> and I was like, oh, this story still relevant. You know, no way I could have known that by the time the movie was released, how even more. Uh, 
relevant it would be, and, and, and outside of even just the world of that course. Can you talk a little bit about um, uh, playing a dramatic character? And also, I think this may be your first period piece. I mean, have you done anything? I've done a lot of period pieces in the sense of, like, I, in sketch form, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think. I, you know, I, I do... I don't spend too much time looking in the rearview mirror these days, but but, I, but I, you might be right there. Yeah, yeah. I, I know what my me and my family were in Mr. Mr. and Mrs. Bridge as extras when it was filmed in Kansas City. We were around the time I was like 13 years old, so, so it might be my second period. So you had like little like uh, yeah. short pants and all that. No, I are you kidding me? I wanted to dress like Harry Anderson from his like you know the grifter days. I, I wore a fedora as a little boy. I was so excited to wear a fedora because I because I loved uh, Harry Anderson. So like to wear that hat again. Was a, was a good feeling, <laughs> um, but it um, drama comedy for me it's about making whatever ridiculous situation and there is a way to view what uh, Larry and Jesse go through in this movie as ridiculous. Ridiculous, yeah. I mean, you know, uh, um, it, you know, for me it's about trying to make it as believable to the person I'm acting with, uh, and 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 then you know the, the the true seer of all the camera. You know, I'm not paying attention to that. So so it's me. It's just about moments that I'm used to. Um, you know, playing scenes as believable as possible, whether it's smuggling drugs across the Mexican border or the murdering bosses, but trying to make it feel real. Um, and those moments, you know, are designed to end with laughter. In, in dramas, they're designed to just, you know, for, for whatever reaction. Some, there's a few laughs, a few moments of levity in this very you know, tense movie. There's moments of cheering, there's moments of pause. There's, you know, they, I mean, you know, you're not aiming for that. You're just trying to make it feel real. So it's just about string together a series of, of moments, and but my approach to it is is no different. Yeah, I, I, at some point you sort of have to stop playing. At least my tact, uh, tactic uh, when doing comedy was to not perform for for laughs anyway. You know, you know the whole that they're there. You know, I don't, I don't, I'm not uh, you know an alt comedian or you know I'm not trying to be the next Andy Kaufman. I'm not trying to, uh, but I, I definitely uh, I definitely just wanted to feel. You mentioned that this film still feels a little bit relevant. Given the current climate, especially what's going on with the Oscar controversies and yeah. stuff, what, what, how do you feel this film is still important to be told today? Well, because one, it's a nice measure against how, how, how far we've come in 80 years, uh, first off. Uh, and I do believe that with technology, with internet, with all these things, with the, the expediency that we can connect with, with the other human beings these days, I don't think it will take another 80 years for the seismic shift that occurs between where this film started and when this film's coming out. You know, the, the origin of the true story. So I, I'm, I'm, I remain optimistic and hopeful about that. But I, I do believe that it is, you know, it's very interesting to see this young man put in the same position where, where people are telling, you know, encouraging him to do this based on this point of view, encouraging him to do this based on that point of view. The, the debates that go on between, you know, William Hurt and, and Jeremy Irons' characters, I, I assume, are going on in, in, you know, rooms not just in, in, in Hollywood, but on college campuses all over this country. They happen for many, many months, and, they, and may they go on for many, many, you know, months more, and hopefully, you know, for not much longer, and that, and that the wounds, you know, slowly and surely heal as, as they do when people truly empathize and talk to each other and, and, and try to see each other from, from you know, one another's point of view. I, I, I think it's, it's, a, it's a hopeful story and even though it ends like on a little bit of like, are you kidding? Did that really happen? The whole Waldorf Astoria? I do believe there, it, there is a glimmer of beautiful little art there that at least the guy, the doorman, knows it sucks. Mm -hmm. At least there's that look in his eyes that's like, that's like you know, I thought like, you were going to yeah. go in the door 
with a lot of yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. everybody you know. came out and said, you know, this is like uh, such an honest movie. Yeah. Because I don't think Jesse would have let him. Yeah. yeah. I don't think Jesse would have let him. No. I mean, he even said, you know, he, he didn't want me to get mad about it. He's like, I mean, that, I mean, I mean, that, yeah. How did you work with Stefan? Uh, this you is his me? first. No, 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 no. Uh, this is his first big movie. Yeah, you're yeah. a veteran. I mean, no, and you're doing all these scenes I'm, together. I'm, I'm, Jeremy Irons, <laughs> no, please. Um, it was great. I, I mean, you know, that that is a, that is a special young man. I, I think it's. I, I, I'm I'm happy that he chose uh, to use his gifts to to, and he's given the platform to uh, share that specialness with other people because I think he's going to be a good role model for people. He's, he's just. He is cool as the other side of the pillow. You know, he you know he cool as a fan. You know, whatever whatever old saying you want to you want to say about a guy that's just that just has his act together and has a tremendous amount of poise and works really hard. Uh, you know, I mean he's ugly as hell, so that's a that's a <laughs> not. Um, but uh, <laughs> but no, it, it was like when I read the script, I meet with Stephen, hear how his his point of view and the way he wants to tell the story. Because it wasn't immediate. Yes, I mean I wanted to, but you never know because there's so many. It's a collaborative effort. It's a team effort. So. You know, someone could be a ball hog, and then you, and then oh boy, I guess you know we, we're going to lose by forty every every game. Then I asked to see you know who's going to play Jesse and uh, Stephon James. Cause there I am. As I kind of watched his audition, they were they were gracious enough to to let me uh, be privy to that. And I watched the audition. I was like, oh, if he can make me feel this, and, and I can see it in his eyes, like in this what in this you know a room like this with a with a casting director. And I was like, uh, this this yeah, this makes sense to me to do. And and. Choosing to do a job with that, uh, you know, with intention and with the, with the thoughtfulness I, I attempt to put into every selection, even you know, you know goofy movies like Hall Pass or something. Uh, there's still an intention and a, 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 a point of view that I have to sort of see expressed by the people creating the movie. That whether people, you know, the viewers get out of it is, is out of my control. But when I saw what was going on there, uh, it was a yes. And then through that intention, it was I was just you know. It was a very special experience for us to go through, and he and I spent uh, verbalized a number of times about, like, how did we get here? Which is probably not too dissimilar than the conversation that Jesse and Larry had themselves. Um, and the answer to that, in a lot of ways, to be quite honest with you, is talking to people that know about films, is because it was independently financed. You know, the, I mean, this is this is forget about like what the actual thing. Think about the process of the movie. This movie was no, no studio made this, and so you're talking about. You know, getting awards and, and recognition for movies even that have been made. What about movies that aren't being made? This being one of them that eventually did get made, but it had to be financed by you know uh, the Canadians and, and French folks. And you know, it's like a, it's an international human story that that uh, was that we only got this opportunity because you know it was independent. Because they would have gone for I'm not anywhere as bankable as. You know, Jennifer Lawrence. You know, Jennifer Lawrence would have played Larry Snyder. And you know, and I bet she looks great at Fedora. <laughs> you know, so like we can play, and then she, you know, it'd be uh, fun to watch. But but that's one of those those things that we were like, you know, couldn't believe we got this opportunity to be vessels to bring this amazing story back to the spotlight. I was going to say that. Um, yeah. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. Um, really quick, I'm curious to know yeah. how Clint Snyder inspired you, like inspired you as a person and what I mean by that, you yeah. know, we have this great scene where you pin Owens against the wall and you're like, I don't care about that. The yeah. scene that they play in the trailer. Sure. He's like, you don't you don't have to because you're white. Yeah, yeah. So when you were studying about Snyder sure. and reflecting on the racial how intense the racism was back then. Yeah, yeah. How did that inspire you as an actor or or affect you? Like um playing Snyder in any way, um did, has it helped you want to better yourself as a a white male in acting or in 
um, in this in this business, yep, you know? No, because I got it. Like, like, yeah. like, like. I was lucky enough to, uh, you know, play sports in, in in Kansas City, which is a very diverse uh, a town, and so so I've been lucky to be surrounded by different races my entire life. You know, like I I I am one of those you know suburban white kids that bought straight out of Compton and that made that that forced that revolution that that that, that you know that, that album specifically in that in that group which we all know mostly more now from the movie uh, you know to cause that shift like I, I I've always been you know keen into it. when I saw Eddie Murphy you know in Beverly Hills Cop it didn't matter to me that he was black he was just a cool guy who was avenging you know his his best friend's murder and and you know it it it, it, it was it was for me personally it, it was he was just the funniest, coolest guy in the world, and and the fact that he was, that 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 he was black was uh, was like secondary to his spirit, you know. And and, and I feel um, that that every that every bit of my point of view that I already sort of I brought that to Larry, you know. I, Larry didn't Larry and I were simpatico in that when I when I you know doesn't make it right. I mean it, you know it, it it is he is speaking what what. Jesse is saying there. He's speaking towards white privilege without saying, you know, mm -hmm. the, the, this, you know, this, this phrase we see in quotation marks in a lot of articles these days. Uh, and yet, Larry knows from the intention, and Jesse knows the intention mm -hmm. that Larry's coming from, and how it really doesn't matter to him. That's where the accidental non-racist comes from. Like it's, it's almost like Larry was, like, uh, one of the great things that I believe in this film is that, and this is speaking. I'm not going off topic here, but like. Is the mentoring that Larry does for 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 Jesse, uh, uh, seeing something in Jesse that Jesse may not allow himself to see in himself, based on again like where where he's coming from, you know, uh, his his financial background, just him giving the idea of would you want to run in the Olympics? And he's like, you know, like you see it in Stefan plays, I think very well. That that's that's like the same thing like when Tina Fey's husband Jeff Richmond asked me if I would ever audition for SNL. I know it's very different in, in like, <laughs> like in, in, as far as like changing the world. But it, it, but, it, but it made it made me think. Wait a minute! But no, my heroes are on SNL. Like I can't be on it. They, no, come on. And but it put the thought in my head, and change comes from a thought. So that's Larry giving Jesse this thought, seeing something more in himself. But then when Jesse, you know, is asking about when you know when it comes down to I couldn't be at practice. You know, I didn't know you had a daughter. You never asked. That's Jesse mentoring this coach who was almost robotic in his uh, lack of concern with race or mm -hmm. anything. To like, I'm a human being, though, man. So like, you know. You gotta meet me halfway, and so when that when that tide switched, that's when that friendship came, mm -hmm. and then it's through that friendship and this one one man's support of another man's gifts, and the two of them working together and going through that with just you know eyes wide open and, and their hearts wide open that you know led to a thought that changed the world. Mm -hmm. like, oh, so we have to wrap up. One quick question, please. Someone else, someone else. Someone else. Someone else. Someone else. Someone else. Someone else. <laughs> what, were, right, what, yeah. were, what were you really good at, and did you wish you could have had some of Jesse's uh... Uh, skill, yeah. skills? Yeah, natural ability. Yeah, who knows where I'd be? Uh, <laughs> I, I, I do these press conferences every night if I was a better athlete, right? Um, uh, but I uh, basketball was my sport. Basketball was my sport. Yeah, so I you know started in fourth grade, but high school through college uh, for a couple of years. So I, I was lucky to have coaches and, and, and pull pull from that experience. Uh, but then also the mentors that I had, like like uh, Jeff Richmond and, and Tina Fey and like Lauren Michaels, but it, it, it and, and 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 wanting to be that 
at this point, but you know, obviously for um, our, our little boy, but then, but then for other artists, like that's why I'm excited to you know move into you know produce, helping produce shows for people and, and use the little bit of um, name recognition that I have, if people can even pronounce it, like uh, <laughs> to, to help people that I believe have have talent and and and, and give a damn about the work and, and want to work really hard and, and get better and better and, and enjoy the spoils of you know free sneakers and, and you know <laughs> that, that perhaps come with it. You know. What's your plan? Thanks, Stephen. We gotta go. What's that? What was your position? Point guard. Point guard. Point guard. Okay. I gotta run stuff. You know. Encourage folks. Thanks, Stephen. Thank you.